Good afternoon, Raleigh, and welcome to this week's Eye on the Triangle, a student-run, student-scripted, and student-produced news show on 88.1 WKNC HD1 Raleigh. I am Nick Weaver. And I'm Marissa Jordan. We hope you're all having a great first full week. This week, we're doing something a little different. Instead of the usual pre-made content, we're bringing you a live interview. We hope to have more live interviews in the future, so let us know if you like it on Twitter, Tumblr, or at publicaffairs at wknc.org. We'll go back over our social media links at the end of the show. And also feel free to send us interview suggestions at the aforementioned email address. Today we'll be discussing one of the coolest service experiences you can have at NC State, going on an alternative service break trip. Here today to give us her expertise is Stephanie Minton. She is leading her second out of three ASB trips this coming spring, including one that I went on last year, ASB Costa Rica. So Stephanie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Marissa. Um, as Marissa said, I am Stephanie, and right now, it's kind of weird to think about it, but I am a junior, and I am in geology, and really, I'm just a student in, at NC State that loves the campus. Yay! Okay, so for our listeners who do not know what an ASB trip, or alternative service break, or ASB as we will be calling it for short, um, what is it exactly? So an alternative service break trip um, typically, we have trips that go over fall break, over winter break, and spring break, but it's basically you're dedicating your break to service. And we have trips that are domestic, so we even have trips that happen in North Carolina, but we also have trips that go international as well. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, and let's see. So, as you mentioned, there are domestic, there are international. So, um, just off the top of your head, because we know there's a lot of trips, what are some of the places you can go? Um, so there are some that are in North Carolina in the mountains. Um, we have one that goes to Alaska. We have some that go to California. Um, and then there are international ones as well. There's a new one this year that's going to Rwanda. Oh, which wow. Is super cool. Um, and then there are also ones that go to Central and South America. So we have one going to Peru this year. Um, we have Guatemala. We have uh, Trinidad and Tobago, which is the one that I'm leading this year. And then, of course, we have Belize and Costa Rica as well. And uh, I would like to point out that all of the trips are focused on something different. So each trip is focused on a different sort of service. Oh, awesome. That answers my next question. Mm. So um, I guess just for example, you don't have to know like exactly, you know, what which trip goes with what experience. But what kind of services do uh, ASB trips focus on? Um, so I know that the Alaska one is focused on youth and uh, building like community relationships with, I think it's called Huna, Alaska. Um, so the team, the ASB team that goes to Alaska will spend their week there and learning about the community and working in the schools there. Um, the one to Costa Rica that we went on last year focused on sustainability. There's also a Belize one that's focused on sustainability. Um, Trinidad and Tobago, which is the one I'm leading this year, is focused on conservation work and also youth education. Um, so basically, we're going to be working in the rainforest for a week, um, doing some like trail maintenance and watershed projects uh, at this place called Acerite Nature Center. And then on top of that, we're also going into public schools to teach elementary schoolers about the environment. Oh, awesome. So there's a little bit of something for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so... Cease, or, excuse me. ASP is run through um, what used to be known as CSLUPS, but now is known as the um, Leadership and Civic Engagement Center, um, which uh, I think we were talking about this a little bit earlier, where they just do various service projects throughout campus and host 
um, I guess, like knowledge events. So you can increase your your awareness of different uh, problems and, uh, you know, just stuff going on. So this is where uh, ASB is run through. So uh, how is ASB different than traditional mission trips? Because I guess in some ways it is the same, but in others it isn't. Yeah, so uh, typically when, or for a lot of different service trips, it's more about voluntourism. Mm -hmm. Um, So voluntourism is basically you're going to volunteer, quote unquote, in like some foreign country, and you sort of have the mindset that you're better than whoever you're going to help and that they need help and they need to like be brought up to a better way of life or like the sort of like the way that you're living your life. Um, And so... Alternative service break trips are not focused on that at all. We're not, um, we're not trying to say that we're better than whoever we're going to provide service to. We're going down to wherever we're going to form relationships, form bonds with the communities that we are putting ourselves in. And then on top of that, we're creating sustainable ways for them to continue to help themselves after we leave. So I know um, we can take a little bit of a shift more to like our trip now and what we learned But I remember on our trip, we had meetings beforehand where we would discuss, you know, different um, specific issues that related to our trip. And I thought that really like helped me because, you know, going into it, you might think like I think a lot of us had certain um, preconceptions of what people in Costa Rica were like. And that's not really something you want to go into a trip having. Um, So personally, that's just one example of how, I guess, for me, ASB was different than other uh, trips I've heard about. I haven't been on any other mission-type trips, but um, it's just, there's a big focus on education. Yeah, so basically the trip is all about mindset. So you got to go into the, we spent a lot of time in the meetings before him um, learning about or reading different sources, different interesting um, papers and things, and, oh, and uh, basically... It's really focused on having the right mindset going down there, not being like, oh, we're going to save you. It's like a a quote unquote white savior complex so um, that we don't have. And so basically we're focusing on having the right mindset while we go down there. And really we want to have the mindset that we're equals Mm -hmm. with the people that we're working with. That way we can form those bonds and those partnerships that we can create for years to come as trips continue to go down to the same places. Yeah, and I think that's another thing that really made um, an ASB trip more meaningful for me is that I just I took away so much more than, especially just in general, just traveling around. Um, we can discuss now, I have a list of what I personally thought were some of the things I took away from our ASB Costa Rica trip. And of course, the first one I have is uh, not having a white savior complex because, you know, that is very common, I think, in the U.S., especially thinking about other countries. Um, another one was just ecotourism in general. Or, um, you know, just having your, the money that you put into your trip benefiting the ecosystem and also the local economy, which is my next point, because, you know, um, one of the places we stayed was a uh, a local community and we just stayed in the, what was it? The um, We stayed in their community center. Yeah, the community center. And yeah. uh, we were putting our money into their pockets and not some big, you know, hotel or corporation. And... I want to ask from somebody who's looking at this from an, uh, an outside perspective, these trips, they are self-funded. Uh, the students going on the trips, do they pay for their own uh, 
uh, lodgings and and food and etc. How is this uh, how is this run structurally? Um, so yeah, tech, tech, or most of the time students do pay for themselves. But I would like to point out that although some of the trips are expensive, um, the domestic ones are a lot more affordable for people that are worried about money. And then on top of that, when you apply to go on an ASB trip, there's also plenty of scholarship money. You can apply for a scholarship. And generally people, if you do need a scholarship or you don't think you're going to be able to afford it, it's very easy to get scholarship money to fund your trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another great aspect of the program. Mm-hmm. So uh, back to like what I took away, I also really liked interacting with local people and learning, you know, their culture firsthand. Like we, we cooked with the people, we danced with them, we, you mm-hmm. know, we sang with them, we played soccer with them. Mm-hmm. It was just, um, personally, I just really like that. You know, we made, f- we have friends in another country now, which was really cool. And then of course, who could forget the service? We, um, you know, we worked, what was it, a community center we were helping to build in a different location? Uh, yeah, we, we focused on, um, with, a. Uh, a partnership with um, an organization called Globalware, and basically we were in this town in the mountains for part of our week, and we helped uh, do some intensive construction on building their community center. Um, and then also we did some work in a community um, more towards the coast, and we uh, we helped paint their school, and we did some other small community projects around there as well. But mostly, we were focused on learning how they live sustainably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, yeah, there's just so much to learn. And of course, as Stephanie mentioned earlier, each trip will have different focuses. So what I learned on my ASB trip may not be what you learn on yours, and you could go on multiple ones and, you know, learn new things all the time. Mm-hmm. I'd just like to point out also that Stephanie planned all of this, too. So, you know, props to her. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And all the other trip leaders, because, you know, this does not happen without our student leaders. What is it? uh, What does it take to become a trip leader? What all is involved in that? What's been your personal experience with it? Because I think that's a very interesting aspect that we haven't really touched on yet. Yeah. So um, I actually went on an ASB trip my freshman year um, and I went to Trinidad and Tobago and I loved being on that trip so much that it inspired me to, you know, create that environment for someone else. Um, So you can apply after you've been on an ASB trip to become a trip leader and you go through an interview process and then you'll get a call from the leader of the ASB program um, later if you're selected and you take a class um, that basically walks you through how to plan your trip, but you're doing a lot of work that, um, for planning the trip throughout the year. So it's not, for, for the team leaders, if you go on an ASB trip, it seems like the team, team leaders are only team leaders for a week, but it's actually their team leaders for basically the entire school year because they're planning your trip, they're coordinating with people down in wherever you're going, um, they're coordinating meals, they're doing all sorts of things. So it's actually fairly intensive. Yes, definitely. And what do you feel like you walked away with after having planned your trip specifically? Um, so I think for myself, it actually, our trip was focused on sustainability. Um, and I think the biggest thing that I came away with was how easy it was to actually live a sustainable lifestyle. Because, you know, when you're surrounded by people in America who just throw away things that can be recycled all the time, or they just, uh, they, they go around not thinking about the environment as they live their daily lives. And then you go to somewhere like Costa Rica where everything is saved, everything is reused. It made it really easy to see how I can make changes in my lifestyle here in the United States. I totally agree. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, so we've talked just kind of about the educational and, you know, what you're doing for the community. But we also did fun stuff on our ASV trip, which is, you know, not to be forgotten. So do you want to talk a little bit about some of that? Uh, yeah, we had a couple a couple of the events that we did were more cultural based. Um, so we took some like salsa dancing classes uh, with members of the community we were staying with. We did some crafting with um, with like reused uh Milk jugs. Yeah, I I think it was milk jugs. Um, So we made like pencil holders and stuff like that. I still have mine. I use it now. And um, we played soccer with some of the kids in one of the community. That was a really fun time. That was so fun. Yeah. Um, We went swimming one of the days and we also went zip lighting, which is super fun. That was like our big like last hurrah kind of thing. Yes. Can I ask, uh, you talked about playing soccer with uh, local kids. Mm-hmm. Um, what is interaction with people in the local community like when you go on one of these trips? What uh, what exposure do you have to meeting new people and, and hearing their story, what it's like to live there? Um, so we basically, the first part of our week, we stayed in a community center and in like this community. And we had like community leaders that were taking us throughout the community, introducing us to different families. Um, we even taught a few lessons in the school. We painted the school. So like we had a lot of interaction with the community members. And then after we taught our lessons at the school, it was actually really fun because the kids liked us so much. They were like, we're going to play soccer later. So they took us, they dragged us out to the, um, giant grass lot in the center of their community and we played soccer with them. So there was like a whole bunch of different interactions, having meals with families. Um, we did, we did a lot of interaction and getting to know the local people while we were there. Awesome. Yeah, that was one of, like I said earlier, that was one of the biggest things for me. And also, I just remember this. I was, It goes both ways, too, because I remember one of the local community members said there was someone who went out on an ASB trip years ago, and she still comes back and visits the village, like, from year to year. Mm-hmm. And I think she maybe even wanted to live there. So it's really, it's cool how these, you know, connections and can really impact people. Yeah, I also, um, I think... My, the funniest connection I had was um, the day we were teaching in the schools, I was talking to this little girl and she was talking about how much she loved Dua Lipa. And uh, I, we like made that connection. And I just thought it was so funny because uh, she like came out to play soccer later that night. And so we got to like hang out some more and stuff and bond. It was cool to see that kids are kids are kids everywhere, too, because I have an 11 year old brother. And I was like, you know, these these kids are just like my brother. <laughs> they just speak Spanish instead. Mm hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, if you're a big per- like people person or you love other cultures, that's a you know a great outlet for you. So um, I guess segueing into the future, what trip will you, well you already told us mm-hmm. you're about your trip this year. Um, can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so um, like I said, we uh, we do a lot or we're doing conservation work this year. So we're going to this place called Ace Wright Nature Center. It is in the middle of the rainforest and I'm so excited to be going back because basically we're doing some labor work. I know last year they did something with like diverting water, um, which was really actually helpful work um, for because uh, some of like the workers at Ace Wright didn't even have time to do it. So they had us do that um, or the NC State students do that. So it's super so like it's not like you're not making an impact you're definitely making an impact while you're there um and then what else we are teaching environment or lessons about the environment to some elementary schoolers um i remember my year there they uh they were very fascinated with our hair <laughs> they, they like to feel our our hair and they're like wow your hair feels like marshmallows <laughs> so funny um and then on top of that we're also we're meeting with different 
um, industry leaders in like environmentalism in uh, Trinidad and Tobago because we are because Trinidad and Tobago is primarily an oil-based company or company country and so all of their um, economy is based on selling and producing oil and so we kind of had a lot of discussions while we're there about how that looks for environmentalism and um, what the country is moving towards in the future. What uh, what are some of the challenges you've faced in planning this trip so far? Obviously, that can't be an easy endeavor to plan a trip to the middle of the rainforest, essentially. Uh, yeah, so we right now we're in the very early processes of like planning the trip. So we're, like we're still we're still waiting for applicants to apply even to be on the trip. Um, so basically, right now what I'm doing is I'm trying to coordinate my schedule to give a lot of promotion for this trip, so a lot of people will apply and apply to ASB in general. Um, yeah, that's basically where I'm at right now. But there's going to be plenty of tasks for me to coordinate and things in the future. It's coming. <laughs> awesome. So now, if any of our listeners are NC State students or even other students, I guess not specifically this, I wanted to add this in, that other schools also have ASB trips. My sister goes to UNC and she went on one last year. So if you're not an NC State student, you should look at that or you can look at that at your school if you so wish. So this is a nationally syndicated organization working with colleges or? Um, I don't I think it's just a program a lot of schools have. Yeah, I don't think it's like an actual like national program. I just know there happen to be a lot of like the same style of trips and a lot of different universities and colleges. So back to my original question, which I interrupted myself. Um, <laughs> so if uh, people are interested, are there any interest meeting dates or times coming up soon? Uh, yeah, I'm glad you asked that. There are quite a few interest sessions. So if you are an NC State student, um, so there, make sure you put this in your calendar if you are interested in applying. And I would say, um, even if you're like not sure what you want to do, I'd say come to these information sessions because they give a lot more detail about the application process, all those sorts of things. So there, the first one is Tuesday, September 4th. It's 11.45 a.m. and it's in tally. Um, the next one is Tuesday, September 11th at 2 o'clock p.m. And it's in tally as well. Actually, all of these are in tally, except for, uh, so Monday, September 17th is the next one. It's at 4.30 p.m. It's in tally. Um, all of these are in room 4101. And then Wednesday, September 19th, it's at 3 o'clock p.m. That's in Hunt Library. It's uh, in room 4105. And then the last one is Monday, September 24th at 2 o'clock p.m. in tally 4101 again. And um, if you did not catch those, that is okay because you can go on to the Leadership and Civic Engagement website. It's called leadandengage.dasa.ncsu.edu. And all of this information, plus information about all of the 26 ASB trips, will be on the website. So you can explore and find some more information. Uh, yeah. And we'll be uh, adding a link to our blog too. So it's uh, wknc-eot.tumblr.com. So I always, if there's any relevant links, I always add those. Um, I also thought that it would be good to maybe touch on just a very general, um, after you apply, like what does the process look like just for people that are interested and, you know, like what their future commitments might be like. Yeah, so it's really not that much of a time commitment if you're just a team participant. Um, basically, all that the team leaders are going to ask of you is to show up to a meeting once a month. 
um, and it's not even a long meeting. It's like an hour or less. And basically, you're just going to be like reading different articles, working on the mindset about uh, what the team should be thinking about as they're going into their trips, um, like payments and things like it's just like logistical things and getting to know your teammates before you leave. Um, but that's basically that's basically all of your commitment until your like spring break or winter break or whenever you leave. Oh, and one um, more thing that I forgot is also we can talk about there's also a mini service trip you usually do. Mm -hmm. um, like last year, we went to a rabbit farm and volunteered. Um, and that was through People's First Tourism, I believe. Yes. Um, yeah. So generally, you have all your team meetings. I forgot this as well. Um, and there is a team retreat that you go on usually like two or three weeks out from when you leave um, or, or like a month before you leave. And basically, you're going somewhere in North Carolina where you can really bond with your team members and then learn something, a little something about your topic in North Carolina before you go. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that, too. Mm -hmm. um, one understated thing that I haven't mentioned is the people you meet from NC State, too. Like, you, we made some good friends last year. Definitely. Um, I also think I should mention before we finish is... Uh, the application is due on September 26th at 8 a.m., so if you're interested in applying, definitely make sure you put that in your calendar. That's super important. Well, yeah, I think that that was good. Thank you for coming in today. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And uh, we'd like to reiterate that if you would like to look at any of the information uh, available about ASB, joining ASB, working with ASB, uh, we will post a link on our blog at www.wknc-eot.tumblr.com. Thank you so much for joining us today, Stephanie. That about does it for this week's show. We appreciate you joining us on this beautiful Tuesday evening, assuming you've been listening to this live. As always, if you heard anything you liked, you hated, or anything that made you think, let us know at publicaffairs at wknc.org. And be sure to check out our blog at wknc-eot.tumblr.com, as we've said before. Our intro and outro music for today's show and every other show was Connie by L1011. And you can catch another episode of Eye on the Triangle uh, next week as we continue our now normal schedule we're back on that weekly schedule mm -hmm. back on that weekly grind uh, once again be sure to catch us again next week uh, September 4th is that right that is correct September 4th from 6 to 7 p.m. as we resume our normal schedule thanks again for listening in you know the drill stay tuned for your usual programming of amazing indie music and we'll see you all again next time <laughs>